Tune in. Happy Tuesday. Well, Tuesday's the day that we film. Who knows what day you're listening? But we love having you, and I love having you because you are on my journey with me. I'm on your journey with you. We're together in this. And today we are with Dr. Anthony Admire from Scottsdale, Arizona, board certified plastic surgeon. Doc, how are you doing today? Fantastic. Thank you. Thanks for inviting me here. Oh, well, are you kidding? I mean, like you've done so much for so many of us in our community, including myself. I have no problem admitting that if I have my go-to surgeon, it is Dr. Admire. He is my guy. Um, I have definitely used you and I, and I will, I'm an open book. Okay. So after four kids, I felt like I've earned uh, having my, well, what do you call it? Um, yeah, yeah. What's the right way to say them? Well, I mean, the breast te- augmentation, or yeah, I had an implant exchange. Implant exchange. So, I mean, you had an augmentation a while ago, and That's right. we just kind of traded you out to a different model. Of, uh, <laughs> we got a better, update over here. Uh, updated model, the twenty twenty version, or uh, whenever we did that, I think maybe it was twenty nineteen. But uh, but yeah, I mean, I think you had what a lot of women have. They have augmentation or one or two breast surgeries early in life, and. And then things change. The body changes, uh, whether it be, you know, having kids or just, uh, you know, weight gain, weight loss, skin stretches, breast stretches, hormonal changes, you know, all those things uh, make your breast change over time. So did a little tightening. We did a little tightening uh, to your implant pocket because that definitely gets stretched over time and then uh, change you out to a, a little fuller implant, which I think, uh, you know, made, made things look better. And I think you were really happy with it. Oh, I was. I was so happy. I'm just that girl. Like I'm athletic. So of course, after four kids, um, that got, my boobs got destroyed, you know, basically I'm very lucky thanks to you even. So I didn't have to have a lift. I don't know what you did in there, but they're very, um, they are great. So thank you. (laughs) And I can still play golf and they don't get in the way. So how lucky am I for that? Well, well, that's good. Well, glad to hear that and glad to help. So anyone out there, honestly, if you are in Scottsdale or you do not have to be because so many women come in town to come see Dr. Admire and, and something that he is actually perfected in, in the industry is a facelift. And I believe you call it the perfect plain facelift. Am I correct? Yes, that's correct. Talk to us a little bit about your procedure, how you do it, and what it is that you have perfected. It was the deep plane facelift, but you've sort of perfected it. And I know people from all over the country, if not the world, are coming to see you for this. This is incredible. And I've seen the transformations myself. Oh, my God. It's so natural, (laughs) but, you know, you don't want it to be so natural where you go, well, there's nothing happened. It's natural, but, and real. It's just young. Yeah, absolutely. I, I, it's, I love to talk about it. It's my favorite topic. It's one of my favorite surgeries uh, that I, I love to perform. But uh, before I forget, I do want to congratulate you on your book. Oh, uh, I know uh, my wife has a copy. I think we have multiple copies around the house and, uh, and uh, some at the office. But so uh, congrats on that. But, Thanks, uh, Anthony. I appreciate it. But uh, yes, it's, um, I, I like the name Perfect Plane because it's, uh, it's catchy and uh, you know, it kind of has alliteration with the P and the P. And but, um, but yes, it is a version of the deep plane facelift. And, and, and the deep plane facelift, it's, it's a different kind of facelift. It's, it's restoring kind of the youthful balance of, the, uh, of your face uh, that you had, you know, 10 years ago, 20 years ago, 30 years ago. And I love having patients come in and, and uh, say, you know, hey, bring a picture uh, at the time of your consult or even your pre-op visit of what you looked like 20 years ago. Because that's what we want the patient to look after surgery. We mm. don't want them to look different. We don't want them to bring a picture of their friend or their mother or sister. 
We want to see what they look like because the the volume changes over time. So it's not just a skin thing. It's underlying muscles, uh, fatty tissue. Everything, unfortunately, with gravity just drops or it atrophies or it it just, you know, skin starts sagging. So there is some uh, environmental changes, hormonal changes, uh, weight changes, but some people just age better than other people. So the D-plane restores that. So that's why I love the procedure. It's something that I learned many, many years ago. And I love the procedure because it makes you look better, not different. Yeah. And so, and, and you know, a lot, lot of these uh, uh, guys around the country that uh, I've had the, you know, been fortunate to uh, uh, study with, train with, and uh, some are mentors. And and uh, so I wanted something to kind of make it my own. And so I've been able to take that procedure, the, you know, kind of the basic techniques of that procedure, and just modify it a little bit. So whether it be the incisions are a little bit different, the sutures are a little bit different, the uh, tightening's a little bit different, what I do to the neck, it may, might be a little bit different. But yeah, it, it's, it's basically a deeper, better version of the facelift that uh, will last a lifetime. And I, I truly believe that because if someone has it in their 40s, uh, which some people think, you know, that's, I'm too young to get a facelift. I, I'm only 38 years old, 42 years old. But I tell you, the trend is, uh, do you want to age? You know, do you want people to think you're 10, 20, 30 years younger? Or do you want people to think, oh, man, what, what you know, what? When is she going to do something or when or, you know, when is he going to do something or, you know, you don't want to wait till your 70s to get something like this done. So if you get it early on, you know, you could be 56 years old and people think you're 35. And so it, it is a little bit different. The perfect plane is my variation of the deep plane facelift. But yes, as you said, it's a very, very popular procedure that's, uh, you know, a handful of surgeons. I shouldn't say a handful. I mean, there's a lot more than that. But I would say it's not a routine procedure that most plastic surgeons do. And so I've uh, been lucky enough to have patients uh, come from, you know, different parts of the country for it. And, you know, just today we had a patient that uh, I haven't even seen yet, and she already scheduled her surgery. I think she's, uh, you know, coming from Montana sometime in the fall winter because she heard about the deep plane facelift and my version, the perfect plane facelift. Yeah, you perfected it. I feel as though you really did. I've I've seen so many. In fact, can we pull up some of the photos (laughs) so people can see? Because I think it's, I mean, look at, I mean, okay, so for some of you out there that are listening uh, and not watching on YouTube, so we're putting up some before and afters, and you can go over to admireplasticsurgery.com and check these out. They are so natural. Um, The neck, I know you do, so you do the neck, and then you do like the lower face. Now, the forehead as well, or it depends on the person, or is it always included? Yes. Yeah, so that's a great question because a lot of people look at these and say, well, you know, it, it, she had more than just a facelift. Well, uh, this patient actually had the D-plane, uh, the perfect plane facelift, and the neck lift. That's amazing. So sometimes when you see that, especially in that before-after from the side, when, when I have them bring their chin down and you see all that laxity and that bunching up around the neck, that's when I incorporate the deep plane neck lift with the facelift. So she had a neck neck lift, um, and the uh, face deep plane facelift addresses some of the neck. So if patient has a little mild laxity in the neck, 
then we can just do make the facelift incisions, and they addresses a little bit of the neck, the lower face, the mid face. And so the forehead is a different procedure, and that usually addresses like the brows when the brows start to sag, which causes sometimes the upper eyelids to sag. So, so like this patient, I did do a, a deep plane face and neck lift, but you can tell that you know her neck is pretty good, mm-hmm. and she's aged pretty well. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you know what she the reason why I incorporated the neck lift in with this procedure because you don't see it from this angle. And you don't necessarily see it from there, but you can kind of see those little bands that come uh, across the neck. And, and so even if they don't have all that extra tissue, uh, you know, sagging and bunching when they bring their chin down through their neck, usually those bands, they become more prominent uh, over time. And so it's, it's not like they need a ton of tissue in uh, laxity in the neck, just those bands alone will allow me to uh, uh, do the neck at the same time. But yes, so this patient, you know, she um, didn't, some people think I did her eyes. I didn't do anything to her eyes. But if you look, uh, you know, from the uh, face on photo, it looks like her lower eyelids were done or tightened. And it's because the, the cheek just falls. And when you Put the when you put the cheek tissue back up, it actually shortens the distance of the lower eyelid. So, it does. So, yeah. So a lot of times people think that the lower eyelids. In fact, I, I want to give a lecture at uh, you know a future meeting here uh, that where I show pictures uh, of patients with their just their eyes and and uh, see if uh, patients can guess what I did and and what I and what the purpose of doing that is that none of these patients had anything done to their lower eyelids, but it looks like they did. You know, I, that's what I see as you get older. You, it gets, like, longer yes. from the base of your eyelid down to your cheek, right? That is correct. Yeah, and I've always had yeah. sort of a big space. That's kind of natural for me. I don't know if that's being yeah. Italian. But I noticed that. Well, I have to tell you, um, I – well, everyone out there, too, that's listening. Okay, so one of, the, one of the people on the screen I actually know personally – and um, the transformation was pretty insane. Like, I was yeah. so impressed. And it does look like you did her lower eye. I mean, it really does. Yeah. But now, when you do this, this face up, you're pulling the muscle? Are you pulling the muscle? Yeah, well. Is that what you're doing? Or just the skin? What exactly are you getting? Yeah, it's, it's, it's pulling the muscle without actually touching the muscle. And, and oh. what, what I mean by that is that you get into a pocket or plane that's, deep to the some of the muscle not all of it because you can't do that safely uh, with all the muscles in the face uh, because there are very important vessels and there's very important nerves around those uh, areas but there is a zone that you can get into where you can kind of lift up and you're lifting up the fat and the muscle uh, and the skin all at the same time but it, it's it's like um, uh, it's almost like a uh, kind of a technical term is kind of like a composite facelift where you kind of separate the skin from the muscle, the muscle from the fat, and and you you're lifting these structures. But if if it's kind of attached or stuck together, they don't lift very well. So they almost kind of have to be lifted independently. Amazing. Yeah, and so yeah, it it, it really and, and a lot of these uh, uh, before and afters and and patients um, uh, that people see of mine. A lot of people think that I'm, I'm using just a ton of fat to kind of fill in the face, make the mid-face uh, volume uh, high, take some of the fat out from the lower face or from the neck. I, I, I don't, hardly do any fat grafting on, on these patients, and if I do some fat grafting, it may be around the eyes only. 
uh, just to make the eyes look a little fuller. Uh, but, but a it's, lot of people like that anyway. Don't a lot of women do. want the fat transfer under there? Isn't that kind of a youthful feel anyway? It, it is. And you can do that with fillers too, but uh, fat is more of a permanent option. And that's kind of why I do that uh, with uh, some procedures. Uh, okay. But but a lot, a lot of times, uh, you know, surgeons will inject a ton of fat in the face and, and, and make the mid-face look full, so it makes their face, lower face look slimmer. Mm. And, and then when, once that fat kind of resorbs over time, which it does, then they kind of look exactly like they did before. So they, they're kind of masking some of what the limitations on type of surgeries that they do by injecting a ton of fat. And once the fat's gone, then, then you, you kind of look the same as you did before. Okay, wait. So now I have a question. So the fat yeah. does go away. Yeah, it res- uh, it resorbs over time. Oh. Uh, the uh, you know the uh, there's always questions about okay, well, uh, how much uh, the fat stays around permanently, and no one really knows. I mean, uh, it it's, uh, it depends on uh, you know the quality of the fat. It it depends on how the fat's harvested. It depends on where the fat is being placed. Uh, if you're putting fat around a lot of scar tissue, which, you know, a lot, a lot of uh, uh, patients, especially uh, they've had their necks radiated or if they've mm. had breast cancer, their breasts have been radiated, inject fat into those areas. Well, the fat's just not going to stay around, uh, you know, for a very long time. So it, it, it's it, yes, you do get some uh, permanent fat um, uh, take, but I would say more often than not and. It's somewhat controversial, but I, I think all of it or most of it kind of resorbs over time. Got it. Got it. Well, I, whatever it is that you are doing, I, the, <laughs> I get the visual when you're talking. I, go, oh, I don't know if I really want the visual, but <laughs> because I don't think I could. I love surgery. Yeah. Plastic surgery is something that I, I don't know that I can watch. I can go and watch, you know, uh, knee reconstruction, back surgery. Uh, back when my ex played basketball, I used to love yeah. to watch the surgeries. I, I love the team doc and he come on in and watch what you do. I think would creep me out probably because I know I want to have it done one day. <laughs> so I get a little scared, yeah. but, well, um, but I, you do I amazing do, work. <laughs> I, I do know that about yourself because, uh, not, for the people that are listening that uh, I remember you being so nervous on the morning of your surgery and, and you do a lot of different things and, and, uh, and that where, you know, especially like this, I mean, there isn't a single ounce of nerves in you, but, uh, but yes, I do remember uh, you being uh, quite nervous and, and most I people get, are. I get scared to get put out. It kind of freaks me out. Um, but you were amazing. Um, and, um, I don't know who the um, anesthesiologist was. I can't remember his name, but he was great. Yeah. And actually, I, I have to tell people, this is why, I mean, I don't just love you guys as humans. What you do for a living shows um, actually in your work, the compassion and empathy you care for others so much. And that's what I love about you because as a surgeon and, and as doctors, when we're looking for them in general, we want to find someone that has that empathy and compassion. And I've watched you. And I've watched you go to, and I've, I've heard and seen and know that you go to people's homes when they are <laughs> freaking out after. So it wasn't me, by the way, it was not me. That was someone else. But no, the fact that you can do that and take the time out when someone is literally having a panic attack over, you know, because it's scary if you get a facelift or your whatever it is. And, um, you know, special, you know, doc, I think you're amazing. And that's why I love you. I love everybody in your office. All the women are just so they bond with each other. I've gone in there for, you know, injections here and there. And um, you all do such great work. So, of course, everyone should go see uh, uh, Dr. Admire and all the girls in his office. Um, Also, let's talk about something. Well, actually, I would love to talk about the the um, the the laser that I want to do. Vic, his wife's in the house. What is it? The halo. That's what I <laughs> yes. want to do. The halo. I'll talk about that. And then I want to talk about the cellulite um, 
ejections you care. But that halo, like that's something that I want to do. It's this face. I haven't done it yet, but yeah. I want to come in for that. So that actually truly is a laser. And oh. uh, so the uh, Cyton is a company and uh, they've been uh, fantastic uh, to work with. And and so we looked at a lot of different uh, um, lasers and, and laser modalities and, and uh and uh, it uh, did a ton of research. I mean, I have to give my wife a lot of credit for that because uh, she did a ton of research. And we demoed some products. We had some guinea pigs. So the reason we love Tina so much is because she offers to be one of our guinea pigs, usually when we bring uh, something new on. So, uh, But, uh, the yeah, it, it, it's, it's fantastic. We, we call it kind of the Cadillac of the lasers. And, you know, now there's Bentleys and, and other cars like that. So maybe it's a Bentley. It's a of Bentley. Lasers. Yes, it's exactly. Bentley. It's a Bentley. <laughs> yeah. In fact, a Bentley's supposed to be a great car that goes on and on and you don't have a lot of maintenance with it. So we're going to go with the Bentley on that Yes, one. yes. Okay. Yeah. My, my dad's generation is probably the Cadillacs or the town cars. But yes, our, gener- our, our generation is definitely the Bentleys. Yes. So yeah, it, it, it's a phenomenal machine, phenomenal device. We get a ton of support um, through... Uh, they're a team, uh, the Cytons team, uh, that uh, help us uh, market, but also, you know, give us uh, a lot of training for our staff. And, and you know, I, I took the training myself and oh, went went through wow. it completely and, and through lectures and and uh, little Q&A and, and uh, uh, tests and, and so forth. So, yeah, so we're, we're all uh, uh, trained in, in my office to use this laser. And then, then they have an additional product. It's called a broadband light or BBL. And so it's not... Brazilian butt lift uh, that some people <laughs> think uh, BBL stands for, but uh, so it's a test. It's a intense pulsed light, but Cyton, uh, their technology, I think, is far superior. So it's uh, it's not a laser. It's actually light therapy, but it helps with a lot of the sun damage that we see uh, around this area. I tend to get. I, I mean, I have tan skin anyway, but that would be something yeah. good for me as well. Absolutely. Talk to me a little bit because I think so many people um, love the idea of shrinking. Because I don't know if you can completely dissolve cellulite. Can you? And what is the procedure you do in your office? As I'm sure so many people want to hear about this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's um, yeah, that's great. That's a great segue into a, a new product that uh, we just brought on. It's called Quo, uh, Q-W-O, and so it's kind of a catchy little name. I'm not exactly sure how they came up with it, but uh, uh, but it is um, it's an enzyme. So it's uh, produced uh, by bacteria, and it's an enzyme that uh, dissolves uh, collagen. And collagen, you know, we think collagen is great, and yeah, it's great for the face. It, it keeps you your, your skin uh, nice and uh, tight and firm and plump, uh, and you know, collagen in the lips, and and uh, but. For the uh, buttocks area and for the thighs, uh, the there's a certain type of collagen. So there's multiple different types of collagen, oh. and some of the uh, denser type of collagen is what we call f- very fibrous, and it's and we call it septa, s e p t a e. And so what that does, it it pulls the uh, skin down, and that's why you get the dimpling in certain areas of the oh. body. So those little fibrous bands. Um, uh, kind of cause that, create that cratering or dimpling. And uh, so what this product does, it's an injectable. And, and there's been a lot of different uh, therapies out there uh, over the years. And, and so it's kind of like the adage is, is if you have, you know, uh, you know, like quarterback or sports analogy, if you have uh, three quarterbacks, that means you have zero. And so it's kind of like if you had multiple products uh, uh, for cellulite, that means not any one of them worked very well. Okay. And so... So uh, this Quo, it, it's, uh, we've tested it, and uh, we've uh, had patients that uh, we've treated uh, uh, this product with. I've done it myself on uh, several patients. And so it breaks up that band that pulls the skin. And so when that band is gone, 
uh, then it releases the skin and then you don't get the dimpling. So it requires three treatments. So you have to, you do get results after each treatment, but to see the full effect and through and for what the studies uh, showed and and how it got FDA approved, it's three injections uh, spaced about 21 days apart. And it's done in the office, no no local anesthetic. You don't need a topical numbing agent. It's kind of like, you know, people are used to getting uh, injections in their face with Botox and and, uh, fillers. And, And so... I would say every single patient has tolerated it very well. It's just, you know, kind of like an injection into the buttocks and, and, or into the thighs. And so we've had uh, great success with it. We've seen some great results, and we posted a couple before and afters on our social media. And so, so we love it. And I think uh, we're one of the first practices in the Valley to uh, get it, oh, which wow. uh, we're uh, fortunate uh, uh, to be able to uh, kind of uh, test it ourselves and, and really uh, prove that it does work. I'll tell you, you are on top of everything, but it's because of that great woman over there, Victoria yes. Admire. Like she is beautiful inside and out. She hustles and bustles for your office. Yes, she I love it. Does. And you two make such a great team together. Um, I just admire you. She, I just okay. Victoria Admire is my rock star friend. I like love her with all my heart. <laughs> She's just amazing. But no, she really is. She just works yes. so hard. She could easily just be enjoying, like you know, you know kind of playing more in life and instead like her playtime yeah. is at that office and really building the practice with you and you guys yeah. are just it's really a great um it's a great image of what husband and wife can be when they team up together and i just love that about both of you um what i do want to ask some questions though I, because there's so many kids even younger girls that are doing the fillers and things like mm-hmm. that when you were talking about the uh, facelifts girls getting them at a younger or women or men but getting them at a younger age, would you say that you're getting now? Do do fillers cause sagging? Do you think that's part of it, or or no, that fillers do not cause sagging, or can they long term? Yeah, well, they don't necessarily. I mean, theoretically, you could say yes because okay. uh, fillers. Uh, whenever you inject something into the face or uh, or some part of the body, it does add weight, just like a breast implant has weight to it that puts pressure on the tissues, surrounding tissues in the skin. So, yeah, if you're getting a ton of fillers injected in your face, uh, then uh, it could uh, potentially cause some uh, sagging, maybe some premature aging. But but I would say that's less common. It's more um, that it can cause some scarring, though. It can cause some uh, permanent scarring. The injections can? Yeah, absolutely, especially, oh. especially if uh, the, the injection isn't done uh, properly or you get some sort of adverse result, maybe the injection's too deep. Uh, cause some uh, internal scarring that oh uh, that you know that could be you know permanent and oh uh, so or it could cause some permanent changes uh, to uh, some of the skin overlying skin causing some uh, what we call occlusions where it uh, uh, you know clogs like, some some of the blood vessels uh, that uh, kind of supply uh, that area of skin and keeps that skin nice and healthy and pink it can uh, you know cause some of that uh, area to you know, uh, not be so healthy and, and die and, uh, out a little bit. Yeah, that's exactly right. Yeah. See, and this is why it's so important to um, also w- one thing I've always wondered it was what is why does it say board certified plastic surgeon isn't a surgeon a surgeon? But that's actually not the case. A, <laughs> a board certified plastic surgeon is very different, and this is what people really need to look for, especially when going for surgery. Even if I mean injections, like I'm very particular who I have. Do, I mean, obviously, I love you guys, but people need to, you know, this isn't the place I don't think you want to get a group on, right? I mean, like, yes, y- you know, right. you really want to be particular <clears throat> about who you pick for this these types of procedures, whether surgery or in- injectables. Tell me a little bit about how to inform people the importance of choosing a board-certified plastic surgeon over the other. 
Yeah, that's a great question. And, uh, and I, I will say that's very, very difficult. Uh, in fact, um, some people that um, are, you know, a lot of people that are very, very intelligent and, uh, and uh, professionals, uh, they go into an office and, and sometimes they get confused as well, too. And uh, I've had patients come from other practices where they didn't know because, you know, unfortunately, it's, there's um, a lot of times there's uh, these, um, I, I wouldn't necessarily, they're, it's say fake diplomas or fake certifications. I mean, they, they but, but it's not the um, pathway that you go through that's recognized uh, by our medical, uh, medical societies uh, and, uh, and by the American Board of Plastic Surgery. So, and there's actually, uh, there's an American Board of Medical Specialties, uh, ABMS, uh, that, um, that certifies all these uh, residency training programs and, and legitimizes uh, these, uh, or vents the, these um, uh, training centers, and, and, and they can be added to their list. That's considered, you know, uh, proper training uh, here in the United States. So, but there's, all, there's a lot of these um, uh, courses where you can go uh, either here in the States, too. In fact, there's a, a handful, I'm not going to mention any names, obviously, but uh, that are training uh, 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 people uh, out of their own office. Uh, they have their own surgery center, so there isn't that regulation of what you can and can't do. And, uh, and they're, you know, kind of giving out their own certificates or their own diplomas because uh, these people paid a lot of money uh, and they did like a week course or two week <gasps> course. And, and so, yeah, I know it's very shocking. And so and, and then whenever a someone says that uh, oh, I'm a cosmetic surgeon. Okay, that's what they'll say. Yeah, Cos- so oh, they'll, okay. yeah they'll say cosmetic surgeon. Some, some will, you know, kind of deceive and say plastic surgeon, but. Uh, they know they can't necessarily use that term and maybe there'd be a little bit more of a spotlight on them uh, when they say that. But when they say cosmetic surgeon, yeah, I guess that's kind of correct. They can, they're, they're doing some cosmetic surgery. They got some sort of cosmetic uh, certificate uh, when, you know, they did like a, you know, whether it be a week course, a month long course, a three month course, it's not recognized uh, by the American Board of Plastic Surgery. And so, oh my gosh. Um, so yeah, it, and they have a nice office, they have a nice OR and, and you see some diplomas uh, hanging on the wall. And so it, it's, it's hard. So, so I would say, you know, the American uh, Board of Plastic Surgery, uh, ask, just ask for the certificate or just, uh, are, hey, are, are you certified by the American Board of Plastic Surgery? Perfect. And uh, so, and, and, uh, and if they say yes, they should be able to produce that diploma and show it to you. And, you know, I have that in my office. I'm proud to uh, display that because uh, worked uh, really hard in and, and many, many years to uh, get that certification. Yeah, of course. And then it's also in, in my office, and I would say uh, most of the, uh, if not all the board-certified plastic surgeons uh, have that certification in their office that uh, patients so can, can see. So you can see it. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Well, I have to tell you, I, I thought of that as especially as well because my son the other day was watching TV, and he was watching Botched. My <laughs> sure. son's watching Botched. <laughs> but um, I, I don't know if it just happened to be on, but he was like, oh, my God. Oh, girl. Oh, my God. That poor woman. And, you know, it was really yeah. sad, and I thought, oh my goodness. Well, here I am having Dr. Admire on. It's like, it's such an important question because this is pretty serious. And it's so sad because these, the ones I saw were women, not men, Mm -hmm. but actually one was a guy, his nose was really messed up from like Mm -hmm. a surgery and it went bad. But um, it's terrible because they're, these are, they, they, it's, ruining their body yeah. their, and, and then it ruins so much of their security because I think so yeah. many people come 
to a surgeon like you to not for others, they do it for themselves. And I think that's a great thing to enhance when you look in the mirror, when you look, you know, feel your, you know, look at your body and you feel what, you know, this is what I, I wanted. This is what makes me feel good to be in a bathing suit or, you know, whatever it may be, go do it. If it makes you feel good, go do it, but get someone that is great, that is board certified, get Dr. Admire because that's who I recommend, but you know, I just, that's, who <laughs> I, you. that's who I go to, that's my guy. But you know, I just know, yeah. honestly, I mean, it's so important for, especially after having children, I mean, moms, you know, I'm lucky that I didn't have to have like a tummy tuck. I know a lot of mm-hmm. girls have to do that. I'm, I'm very blessed after four kids, but um, it's so important that we find the right person so that we don't go, and then oh my gosh, the rest of our life it's like an uphill battle to yeah. to to, rest, to, re, to correct the damage. Yeah, I mean, I've I've got a great story for you actually, and uh, it's a it's a sad story, but it it ended up with a great outcome because uh, I I saw a patient a few years ago um, that uh, initially had her tummy tuck in uh, Tijuana, Mexico, and uh, so there are, there aren't too many things that you want to get done in Tijuana unless you're so. going going down there to uh, party or or uh, be on vacation. But surgery definitely isn't one of them. Yeah, uh, so, I would not think so. Yeah, so she went to Tijuana, and uh, and the reason why she went there was because of cost. She said it was so much cheaper. She lived at, at, here in Mesa, and uh, so she went to Tijuana um, uh, for tummy tuck. Uh, the well, long story short, she had a uh, severe complication. And so, I, you know, you hear these stories. And, and, and the reason why a botch is so popular is because you hear these stories and it's like, wh- where did these uh, people come from? And some uh, come from the U.S., but some come from, you know, Mexico, South America. Uh, and, uh, and so she uh, didn't have a general anesthetic. Um, she uh, had like an ice block to kind of numb and freeze some of the skin before... Uh, that tissue was cut. Um, she asked for an antibiotic and, and never got one. Um, she was there for almost a month, and she said she almost literally crawled out of there And because she said, if I didn't leave, I thought I was going to die. And oh so, so the show, The Doctors, you know, you remember the, uh, the show, The Doctors? Mm-hmm. And, and I so, yeah, yeah. I, I think it's still on TV. But, mm-hmm. but you know, there she, she lived in Mesa, so they kind of reached out to me and said, you know, hey, could you see this patient? And and uh, so I saw her, and, uh, and she had this really, really bad scar because she had all this skin breakdown and these big open wounds. And <gasps> That's a, you can get, I mean, you can die from an oh, infection yeah. like oh, that. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, it's, oh, it's my called God. sepsis, and sepsis, you, cer- yeah. you, cer- you certainly can. And, um, and so um, she had finally healed and, and finally, uh, uh, you know, uh, got her uh, health and strength uh, back and, and saw me, and I uh, revised her tummy tuck, which, you know, made it very challenging with all that scar tissue and a lot of tissue missing. Uh, and, uh, so, uh, but anyway, uh, turn out with, uh, you know, a great outcome. She was, uh, extremely happy and, uh, but yeah, she, you know, she put her uh, own life at risk, unfortunately, and, and to save, you know, a couple thousand dollars. And and so it's not like, you know, yes, it's a lot of money to a lot of people. And so, but I would say if you're not prepared to at least spend it with a someone that's um, knows what they're doing, uh, a board certified plastic surgeon, male or female, uh, then just wait. That's right. Just you know, wait. Just, Keep just saving. Wait. Keep ex- saving. Ex- exactly right. Yeah. No, for sure. Yeah. For sure. Um, I I I, uh, I can't stress that enough. That the, how important that is after watching that show a little bit yeah. with my son. Um, so um, so what is the most? Would you say in Arizona the most popular um, uh, procedure? that women want out here? 
Yeah, that's uh, that's a great question. So it's um, a lot of people think it's obviously breast surgery or breast augmentation, and while that's will still be popular, especially in uh, the kind of younger age group, uh, I would say. And, and actually, uh, just got an email from our uh, plastic, uh, one of our plastic surgery societies, and they named the top five uh, most popular procedures in twenty. 20, I believe. And I know 2020 was uh, very strange uh, for a lot of people, uh, for everyone, and, and uh, certainly in every industry. But um, I was actually a little surprised because it's kind, it kind of mirrored what I'm seeing in my practice. And so more men. Okay. And, uh, and actually, eyelid surgery was number one. Oh, is that the eyelid, like up, up yeah. and lower, or just the top? Well, they, they didn't specify which, okay. uh, but uh, we, I see both. And, and I'm sure it was probably a com, uh, either a combination of the two, okay. or if you had one or the other, it was just uh, you know, categorized as eyelid surgery. Okay, got so, it. And, and that's a procedure that's becoming more and more popular. And, and it's because, especially with the upper eyelids, you can just do that in the office. And, um, and most uh, plastic surgeons, if, if they have the setup to do it, it's easy to do under local anesthesia. You don't need to be under. Uh, and <laughs> exactly, <I'll do> local. <laughs> exactly. And, and, you know, it's, it's about a you know, 20, 30-minute procedure. And um, so, yes, and there's a little bit of swelling, a little bit of recovery, but uh, fairly minimal. Uh, you know, uh, my patients, uh, they, um, uh, they don't take any sedative or narcotics when they show up and, and, uh, and so they can drive themselves home. And, and Are you so, kidding? yeah, so I think, do, it's, am I ready for yet? I mean, I remember one no, time I went no, in and he said, not. no, Tina, you're not ready. And definitely I go, gosh, so, darn it. I want to be ready. So, so you, <laughs> you've kind of have the, the opposite effect. Oh. So, so eyes can age in, in one of two ways. So, okay. uh, one way is where the skin just really kind of. Uh, gets uh, longer or and, and starts kind of hanging down, uh, stretched out and starts uh, hanging down. And, and the eyelashes are really the only thing that's keeping that skin up and obscuring, uh, you know, uh, someone's vision. And uh, so that in that skin gets looser and looser. And so and uh, the, the other aging phenomenon with the uh, upper eyelids and what, what you see and, and, and what you have and, and a lot of a lot of uh, women and men have is the hollowness. So you actually uh, uh, need volume and, and need some tissue. And so a lot of times I'll, I'll do some uh, fat grafting uh, to the upper eyelid and oh. that will kind of uh, weigh down the upper eyelid skin and kind of bring that skin a little bit closer to the uh, upper, uh, uh, to the lash line. And so that's, uh, you know, yeah, the hollowing. The hollowing is something that uh, we see more, more and more uh, commonly. Is that more and with thin, thinner people as well? Or yeah, no? yeah, yeah. No. Actually, I, I would say that. Yeah, I would say that. You know, obviously a lot of it uh, is genetic, but uh, I, I, we do see it in, in thinner patients because some of that hollowness is due to uh, kind of the fat atrophy or the fat wasting that uh, because there is fat in the upper eyelids just like there's fat in the lower eyelids. So that, when the aging, it goes away a little Yeah, bit. that's oh, that's okay. that's correct. Okay. That's yeah. why we're doing like, okay, got it. Yeah. <laughs> this uh, is why uh, we go to Anthony. Uh, <laughs> absolutely. Um, you know, I, I've, I've always thought that the eye surgery is one of the best ones because I've seen um, people have it in the past when I was younger yeah. and I, I'd see what a difference it made. So I could see how that's like a number one. Yeah. I could see how that's one of the top. For yeah. sure, because it's and guys probably like it too because it doesn't look like you've had anything done. You just look refreshed, and yes. how easy that you're saying you can go in the office. You don't have yeah. to get put out. I mean, that's so convenient. I mean, I cannot believe you can do that. Yeah, it, it, especially for the upper lids. Now, some some patients, some surgeons will uh, do the lower lids uh, um, under local anesthesia. I don't necessarily like to do that. It's a little bit uh, more of a restricted space, a tighter space. There's a more some more important blood vessels that. 
And uh, but uh, I, I and you have to put like a little shield uh, over the eye to uh, protect the eye, especially mm. if you go on the underside of the lid. So not on the skin side, but on the underside of the lid where the eyeball sits. Ew. So you know some people get a little freaked out by uh, having like a, a metal shield on their eye. Oh yeah. Uh, during the procedure, so I, I like to do those under uh, general anesthesia or at least a, a sedation. Um, but uh, but yeah, even the lower lids uh, potentially can be done uh, under local anesthesia or mild sedation, and so yeah, it, it, it's uh, it, it's becoming more and more popular, and wow. so certainly I see that. But you know, as we talked about earlier, you know, my my love is uh, facelifts and facial rejuvenation, and certainly with the national trends and the trends that I see here, uh, it's uh, that's becoming more and more popular as well too. I I think when I see anyone do, uh, you know, some work and get it done right, I'm just so happy to see people happy. So I I love, I mean, I love being in your office too, because it's such a happy place. I mean, everybody's always, you know, thrilled about what they're having done and and everyone in there does such great work. So it's always a really happy, happy place to be. So anyhow, in fact, I think Vic and I are going to do like a fun little event at your, at your office uh, in June. That's what I heard. Yeah. We're going to have like a fun, uh, Vic, should we, should, should we say what day it is? It's going to be June 17th. I don't even know what time yet. Vic, do you have any idea what time we want to do that? Well, we're, we haven't figured it out yet, but we're going to do a lunch or a happy hour. Probably a happy hour sounds yeah, like so, fun. Yeah, so tell them what, what you're doing because uh, I think it's pretty exciting. We're just we're going to have a launch party for the book, Soul uh-huh. of a Woman, and we are going to gather around about 40 women. It'll just be a small event, and we'll be having food and cocktails and a really big basket of some of my favorite things. So we'll have a little raffle for everyone and see who gets to go home with this fabulous um, package of yummy, yummy things and always like food, skincare products, everything, you name it, it's going to be in there. It's going to be a blast. Oh yeah. And the, oh yeah. Vic wants me to sign books while I'm in there too. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> so, yeah, we, we, do, we, we do have an author here. And, uh, and so, yeah, <laughs> so that, that's, uh, um, yeah, that, that sounds like a fun We're going to have a so fun time. We're, we're, uh, we're happy to host that for and you. And everyone, uh, please check out Dr. Admire's uh, website, Instagram, admireplasticsurgery.com. Your Instagram is, I follow you, it's like admireplasticsurgery, isn't it? Yes, yeah. correct. And um, see all the before, there's a lot of before and afters on there. And um, please see him if you want to get anything done here in Arizona. If you do not live in Arizona... Call. You might end up talking to Vic maybe if you uh, come in the <laughs> office and you'll meet her and see how incredibly beautiful she is inside and out. And you will be at complete peace and know you are in the right spot to have any type of plastic surgery or whatever the cosmetic surgery, whatever you call this stuff, whatever work you want done. Uh, God bless you. Enjoy the day. Enjoy meeting Dr. Admire if you come in town for some services. And peace out. We love you. Well, thank you very much. Appreciate it. 